0: As we talk Greyhound Racing with Sandown's Jason Adams. How are you, Jase?
1: Good afternoon, Naz. I'm well, and it's been a a big week behind us and there's certainly a big week ahead of us with more action aplenty up there in Queensland.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about a bit of a wrap of the Super Stayers at Albion Park last Thursday.
1: Yeah, well, it promised to be one of the great races that we've seen, of course. It was another edition of the battle between brothers Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam, and I think there's no words left to describe how much of a freak Tornado Tears is, he was unbelievable again last Thursday night. I think everyone would agree we saw a performance that we that we probably expected from him, um, but certainly it was in another adrenaline rush watching this bloke go around and the excitement uh, that he provides to us all. I thought leading into the race, of course, it's a four-dog race. So I thought uh, he should probably jump straight to the front and say good night after that, but he didn't. He got out well enough. Uh, Champagne Sally led the race. Then Tornado Tears had a fair bump with Jalapeno, which didn't cost him a lot. He was still there in the race. And then once they got past uh, the boxes the second time around, he, he took he took control Tornado Tears. And following that, I think everyone on track would have had their eyes on the clock. He, he just took off like he does. He's got unbelievable ability. So the only one greyhound that was capable in that field of running him down, that was Rip and Sam, uh, but he was last. So the race was over. Uh, he ended up running second behind Tornado, tornado Tears, but eight lengths behind him. So notice he's went 41-20, uh, which broke the track record, of course. That track record is the one that he held last week on uh, the Thursday le- uh, prior that he he, he he secured in the Group 1 Gold Cup final up there. He went 41-33. Then he broke the track, track record by two lengths. He did it again last week, breaking it by another two lengths. That's just amazing. When he did it the first time, it was a record that's been held up there for eight years that was held by a dashing course there. And to my memory, for my... Uh, four or five years in Greyhound racing. I can't remember uh, a Greyhound that's broken track records in consecutive weeks at the same track. I remember Miata doing it in consecutive weeks at Cannington uh, around 2013, but outside of that, I'm not too sure if there'd be too many. And by the margins as well, two lengths and by two lengths at a metropolitan track where the best day is uh, race over that distance. is just breathtaking, to say the least. So he's now got $336,000 in prize money, and I think if he keeps up this form tonight Tears which... We can only expect him to do so. 2018 is just going to be an absolute year of domination. And if you're wondering where he goes to next, I think it's likely that we'll see him next Thursday night in heats of the McKenna Memorial at Sandown Park over the 595. So he will drop back in distance. Uh, but it's certainly not a distance that he's unfamiliar to. Of course, he won the race caller's speed star event uh, in a flying thirty-three seventy-eight in the wet not too long ago. So uh, hopefully, he does go that way because it's going to be an absolute thrill to see him back racing as ever.
0: Exactly, Mapunga Blazer returned in style at Sandown last Thursday.
1: Yeah, of course. There was a big build-up uh, leading up to his return. He spent four months away from the track, and he certainly converted. He was very good at uh, running twenty-nine thirty-eight. And I spoke to Jeff Britton earlier. On the night. He was hoping that Blazer could probably miss it uh, half a length and just let the other greyhound that Jeff trains um, missed innings on the inside begin well, shift off the track, and it worked exactly like that. Mapunga Blazer, the race opened up for him uh, through the Catching Fan area, and he really had it on a platter. As I said, he went well. He went 29.38, home in 10.49, uh, which is elite. He so will now head to Albion Park this Thursday night, of course, for the Group 1 Winter Cup heats, which are there. Uh, this Thursday trial there, uh, of course, leading up to his win last week at Sandy went 29.78 up there, which is very fast. He'll go up there. No doubt he's going to be one of a few Victorian top-line sprinters who head up there for those heats. The fields aren't out just yet, but I expect them to be out very soon.
0: And the curtain closed on Aston DB's um, race um, a record uh, with him being retired after an injury.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to miss him a lot. Uh, as Greyhound Racing fans, of course, he's been one of the country's Premier sprinters for at least the last year Unfortunately, fortunately uh, two Sundays back injured his back muscle at Sale. He had 65 career starts to 35 wins, over $800,000 in prize money, the sixth highest earner in terms of prize money of all time. Of course, he won the Melbourne Cup uh, last year. He won four group races. He was placed in a further eight, so it was probably stiff not to break that $1 million barrier. Uh, if you can read more in his story, you can see that on the GRV website, but certainly Greyhound is going to be very missed on the racing scene.
0: That's for sure. And Shabini's run at Wentworth Park on Saturday night?
1: Oh, wasn't this just unbelievable? I just watched the replay earlier on. It's just one of those ones that you look back on all the time. A lot of people have been talking about it over the weekend. If you keen to get a, get a hold of the replay, it was race six at Wentworth Park on Saturday night just gone. And Shabini, if you didn't know the way she raced, you always gets back in the field and runs on. But if you didn't know that and saw her come out of the boxes on Saturday night, it would have been fair if you thought that she'd broken down because 50 metres into the race, she was out of camera and probably through the pen the first time. She was 25 lengths off the lead, but she wound up uh, late to win. It was a a huge one. And uh, hopefully we see her down here in Victoria over the coming months. And speaking of big runs in the past week, we saw another one from Pico Can. Of course, this is a greyhound who's an up-and-coming sprinter out of Tasmania, he's had four starts for four wins. His most recent three at Hobart, he won again last Thursday in 25.56, and that's still giving above all track record down there a serious shake. If you're keen to see this greyhound Peko can go around, he's in race six at Hobart on Thursday night where he's drawn box number one. He will win the race. He will be a dollar ten as he should be. He's a freak uh, of the Tasmanian ranks. Of course, it has been reported that he's probably not going to relocate over here to Victoria. But, uh, look, as long as he he keeps racing in Hobart and and turning heads down there, it's only a good thing for Tasmanian racing.
0: That is for sure. And uh, Bendigo Cup heats?
1: Yeah, there's Sunday, of course. The fields aren't out yet. They're out tomorrow. Nominations close at 10 a.m. But it's always a very good series, the Bendigo Cup series. Heats Sunday. The final is next Friday. They're always very strong. You only have to look at the past three winners of the Bendigo Cup to know that. Fernando Bale... Aston Bolero, and, of course, last year with Landmark. So, heat to the Bendigo Cup. They'll be beauty uh, this Sunday.
0: OK, and uh, also what's happening this week?
1: Well, racing again this Thursday night at Sandown Park. Metropolitan Racing uh, race five uh, at Sandown this Thursday. A mixed four or five over the staying trip. We see Bolt Like Beckham return to Sandown Park. The first time uh, since he went, that's 41.58. Uh, a few weeks back, he meets Hot Tip, who was a very good winner at the Meadows on Saturday night. Race 7 mixed more 5, we see Lila Bale and also out of range, drawn side by side. No doubt them too, and of course the rest of the field and the other ones over the 5.95 will be getting set uh, for next Thursday night, McKenna Memorial Heat. They're going to be beauties. Race 8, the free-for-all, uh, probably not as, as strong as a free-for-all as we've seen of recent weeks, but Shadale headlines that. Also, King Colt, who was very good behind the Punga blaze out last Thursday night. Also, Dyna Wazza, they won the free for all at the Meadows on Saturday night. So, uh, of course, one eye will be on Sandown Park this Thursday with the other uh, on Albion Park, who's heaped the Group 1 Winter Cup. That's all this Thursday.
0: lot to look forward to. We'll talk again uh, next week. Thank you for that, Jones. No worries. Thanks, guys.